Okay, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Let's see how quickly and confidently you can answer them. Here's the first question. What's three times five? Good job. Six times five. Quick, confident. Okay, how about this one? We don't have a budget. You probably didn't answer that question as quickly and as confidently as you did three times five. Why? What's the difference? The difference is you've been taught what three times five is, and you've probably practiced using flashcards what three times five is. So when someone asks you what's three times five, you can quickly and confidently say 15. Why shouldn't you be able to do that when prospects raise objections? There's only a handful that you will ever hear. You can't get better at something that you haven't been taught and that you haven't practiced. So what I'd like to do in this episode is teach you how to respond to we don't have a budget in a way that opens up the conversation and that doesn't make prospects feel defensive. When someone says we don't have a budget, it can mean one of two things. They can literally have no budget. Budgets can be frozen for any number of reasons, or they literally might not have any money for new products or services. Or it might be a smokescreen, a polite way to end the conversation because the conversation feels awkward. Whenever prospects feel sales pressure, they enter what I call the zone of resistance. The zone of resistance is a reflex reaction to sales pressure. Pressure is perceived as a threat which triggers the fight or flight response. It's biological. So what you need is an approach to get to the truth without making prospects feel defensive so that you don't waste your time chasing. Here's what that might sound like step-by-step. Prospect says, we don't have a budget. You're gonna pause for a couple of beats. Why? Pausing slows things down a little bit and gives you an opportunity to think so that you respond in a way that's thoughtful and smart. And you might say, after pausing this, I'm sorry, when you say we, with a slight uptone, as if to say, tell me more. See what I'm doing here? I'm focusing on that pronoun. I'm listening. What do they mean by we? Chris Voss calls this mirroring. It's a magical technique for you to get to more information. You repeat the last two to three most important words with a slight uptone. Typically, when I say that, to my prospects or my clients, the prospect will say, yeah, our entire department doesn't have a budget. And you might pause for a second and you might say, if you don't mind me asking, how many people are in your department? And they might say 10 or 12 or 15. And then you might say, sounds like they all roll up to you. Now let me pause for a second out of role play. Notice that we're not talking about the budget. We're actually getting some more information. And if you were to say to the prospect, sounds like they all roll up to you and they don't, guess what will happen? Your prospect will correct you. Why? Because correcting others feels good, but being corrected doesn't. From there, you might go to here. As someone with a successful 15-year career in sales, you probably get approached all the time by people offering solutions to closing more deals. And then you just might pause. See what we're doing here? We're stroking the ego a little bit and we're empathizing with the prospect 
because when people feel heard and understood, they're much more open to what you have to say. Now that we've been listening for, I don't know, three to five minutes, if it makes sense, we can transition into an ask. And that might sound like this. I know I'm probably overstepping my bounds here, but would it make sense for you to look at this anyway? Just so you can see what your options are and stay ahead of the curve should budgets free up in the future. See the psychology there? I'm taking away the pressure to do anything now. And when you take away the pressure of the now, you reduce sales pressure and you reduce resistance. Knowing how to be a better opener is a sales superpower, but you can't do that if you think it's your job to talk people into things. The big idea here is to not fight the resistance, is to join the resistance. Rewire your brain to listen.